around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you today, and welcome to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. Terry and I are here to share with you some wonderful, good things from God's Word. You know, He always has higher thoughts, and He wants you to think higher. He uses a finer vocabulary (laughs) uh, to describe the level of daily life that he would like for you to live in and the absolute marvelous nobility and dignity of the soul that he intends to influence with his words on your life so that your quality of daily life is consistently improved as you renew your mind to the word of God. So that's what we mean when we say we have wonderful things to say to you today because the Bible says that he is wonderful and he does marvelous things. So we're going to talk to you about those good things today. Um, We've had a busy a few weeks here, uh, in fact, months it seems like, and we are just home for one day and flying out again today. And uh, we are just so thrilled to be able to come to you and talk to you about the Word of God. So, darling, uh, let's visit with the folks. We're glad you're there today. Well, yeah, we're excited anytime you tune in. And we get such good reports, Renee, as we travel around. People yes. say, come up to us, oh, I listen to the podcast all the time. Right, or, right, right. Or, you know, I grab a cup of coffee and a Bible and I'll do the podcast with you and Renee. Right. And so, even in Canada this weekend, uh, people right. came up and told us the, the same thing and said, well, uh, I never missed the podcast. Never so, miss it. Isn't so, that wonderful? So uh, we're excited about the word getting out. I'm just so delighted. Of course, we've said this so many times that people may get tired of hearing it, but it's still a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so great that they can just grab this, grab a, a phone or an iPad or a right. tablet or whatever, right. uh, a laptop, whatever, and just get the word anytime they want it free it's for amazing. nothing. It's amazing. I just think, I just think back <laughs> all those years ago. Yeah. When you and Dean were struggling, Jackie and I were struggling, just saying, man, this is great. This is wonderful. This is this is Word. You know, we just wanted more, 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 more. Right, but, you know, right. of course, we had to buy tapes oh, to do it. Oh, my goodness. Or we had to buy books to do it. We had to go to oh, convention to do it. And, of course, we'd save money and believe God and use right. our faith and get to a meeting, one of Brother Hagin's meetings or something, and right. one of Brother Copeland's meetings. And then we'd go back to the tape room, the book room, the product room, and just we'd just salivate and drool over all the products there, thinking, oh, well, dear God, we if we could just get that word. But of course, we couldn't afford it. And now I just think it's so wonderful, marvelous, powerful that uh, people can get it free for nothing. They can yeah. just push a button and say, okay, Terry and Renee, preach to us. You know, give us some <laughs> word. Give us, you know, and they get tired of us, they can turn us off. Right, But right, it doesn't right. cost anything, and it's it's accessible 24 hours a day. I just think that's marvelous. Well, it is astonishing what technology has provided for this generation to hear the Word of God. And to be able to grow very quickly oh, yeah. compared to how we had to fight this thing through. I mean, as as pioneers back in the late 60s and early 70s, oh, yeah. to fight this thing through, the persecution alone would have talked most people out of it today. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I can remember and, those days yeah. whenever I would just think desperately, I'd just think... If I could just hear Brother Copeland say something, yeah. if I could just ask a question, if, was, I, could just yeah, Brother Hagen, like if I could just sit with Brother Hagen for a cup of coffee, yeah. and here people can sit with us, yeah. and now obviously I'm no Kenneth Hagen or no Kenneth Copeland, <laughs> but, but nevertheless, they can sit Still with the ministry the that's been in the ministry yeah. 50 years, yeah. you know, we've been preaching we've around, been doing the, it. Uh, we've been preaching the gospel around the globe all these years, and have miracles and miracles and miracles and miracles yes, to back it have. up, My goodness. And, uh, and, and this is our 50th year. 
in, yeah. uh, in, in ministry. Yes. And of course, we had a great celebration back in July. People gave me yes. a party for that, 50 years in ministry. And yes. people see everywhere we go, people congratulate me. And yes. several churches we've gone, they'll have a cake afterwards, you know, yes. as a surprise Been to so me. And right. uh, just just celebrate and congratulate us on the 50 years. And, and as I've already said, it didn't seem like a big deal to me because I have no intention to quit. And I mean, if 50 was my goal, right. and then I said, phew, thank God I finally got there. Now I'm through. <laughs> I, I could understand that being a mile. Stone, but since I don't intend to quit, then no, it, right. it, it's just another year. But people have made a big deal out of it, and I, and I am grateful, and I appreciate it, and it's appreciate the honor they've shown me, and the and the love they've shown me, and the gifts they've given to us, and, and right. it's just it, it's overwhelming this year. And here Aren't we you? are, we're still in that fiftieth year. We got a couple more yeah, months left. Here. We've got it's jubilee, you know, in the Bible. That's right, and it means you know that that everybody goes scot free <laughs> in regard to debt and all of the wonderful things that God can do and and show his glory in a 50th year of preaching the gospel. And you know, back like you were saying, when we were uh, in the late 60s and early 70s getting hold of learning to live by faith and right. learning to get the, <clears throat> right, right, the, right. the basic tenets of what faith really was. I mean, I'd already gone through... Um, Three years, worked my way through three years of Bible sure. college and graduated. Sure. And nobody had taught me how to believe God for a loaf of bread. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? And, it's, and as good as the Pentecostal folks were and the marvelous ministry and churches and prayer that I learned and worship that I learned about things I learned about the Holy Ghost, there, most of our praying back then was all about uh, begging God. Pleading. Uh, pleading, begging, oh Jesus, please, oh Jesus, right, please, right. oh Lord, please. And we ended up being more beggars than we were believers. And a lot of times it'd be based on our goodness, which, yeah. oh Lord, you know I've been good, or you know that yeah, you, know, exactly you know I've right. always gone to church, or you know that I, you know that I'm keeping myself out of sin. And you know I'm, I tithe, and you know I yeah, give, right, right, and I right. didn't. We're almost like the rich young ruler saying, you know, things like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lord, I've done this, and I've kept all the commandments since my youth, and we've done all this stuff, and yet the, you know. We still didn't know how to how to really believe God because there were so many people around us telling us that wasn't the way God did things. Yeah. Trying you to talk you out a... of faith. And well, <clears throat> and I think Terry, don't you think they were well meaning? They were trying well, to steer no doubt, us right. Of course. No, they were trying they were to. Steer. They didn't want us to get off crazy, and uh, but yet, you know, the, the heart still searches for truth, and when you search for what'll really work in your life, and that's why. These podcasts are so important to you and I because we had to fight so hard to get every bit of truth really put down on the inside of our heart where nobody could talk us out of it. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. But you know what, yeah. Renee? Uh, 44 years ago right. next week, uh, second week of October of 1974. Yes. I, uh, what a landmark. <laughs> I picked up that hitchhiker in Mexico. Yes, you did. And he pulled a gun on me, stuck it in my rib, screamed right. at me, grabbed my collar, screamed at me in Spanish, I'm going to kill you. Te right. voy a matar. And he screamed at me, I'm going to kill you. And you know, all that word of faith, now this was right. 74, 1974, right, this is 44, right. 44 years ago. Uh, that word of faith rose up on the inside of me. And that whole ordeal with that hitchhiker, that however many, I, I've never known how long it took because I, I didn't look at a watch. I should have. Brother Hagen always said, watch and pray. Yeah. You know, so I should have <laughs> known what time it was. But right. but I want to say it, the whole ordeal was around two, two and a half, three hours. I just right. really do not remember. But uh, But, you know, it was very plain to me and very real to me when he had that gun in my ribs and he was screaming at me, I'm going to kill you. And I had a wife and 
uh, two babies at, in Guadalajara. I was on my way home to Guadalajara. And uh, w- one of those babies was just about seven, six, seven days old. Right. And, uh, and it was so very plain to me and very real to me that I declared yes. the word of faith to him. And not one time did I ever beg God. Not one time did I. I didn't tell God, Lord, now I'm a missionary. You got to help me. No, right. Lord, right. I've got a wife and a baby, yeah. two babies. You got to help me. Lord, one of my babies is just 10 days old. You got to help me. Lord, you know I'm a missionary. You know I've been good. Lord, you know we're serving you in, in Mexico. You know we're preaching for you. You got to help me. No, no, no. I, I said, Father, your covenant says. Right. There's different You're the mindset. faithful God that keepeth covenant. And your covenant yeah. says, Jesus himself said in Luke ten nineteen that that he gave me power or authority or dominion right. over A-double-L, all, I mean the longest word in the Bible, over all the power of the enemy and nothing, N-O-T-H-I-N-G, no thing. I actually spelled it for God. Well. <laughs> no thing shall by any means hurt me. And that means this man, his gun, his bullets cannot hurt me. And if he pulls the trigger, Father, you must, M-U-S-T, you must do something with the bullets. And frankly, you don't have much room to work with seeing his gun barrels up against my side. But my job's to believe it, your job's to do it, and I expect it done in Jesus' name because of your covenant. And so that's the basis I approached him on. I didn't tell him right. I'm a missionary. I right. didn't tell him I'm being good. I didn't tell him, you know, here I am preaching the gospel in Mexico. I didn't tell him I got a wife, I got the two babies. Right. You know, they're going to be a widow and they're going to be orphans, blah, 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 blah. I didn't tell him all that feel good, feel bad, feely, touchy, yeah. emotional you know, tug on God's heartstrings, make him feel sorry for me and reach right. down and help me. No, no, no. I simply declared his word and said, Father, your word says, right. your covenant said, and you're the faithful God that keepeth covenant. Here's what Jesus said. It was his idea. It wasn't my idea. Right. None of this was my idea. Jesus thought this up. He said exactly. nothing in O-T-H-I-N-G, no thing right. shall by any means hurt me. That's your covenant. That's, That's right. your word. And you're the faithful God that keepeth covenant. I expect it to be so. Well, and that and that's the mindset that you have to have in a very split second crisis oriented situation. Oh, and exactly. You better have built your. And that ark came out before, of my spirit. Yeah, and you better basically better you better have built your ark before the flood comes, mm. <laughs> so that when you're faced with a situation oh, right. like that, you don't have time to pray <laughs> one of those kinds of prayers. No. I understand. Plead your case. I understand contrition. I understand a hu- prayer of humility and. And, you know, uh, humbling yourself before the Lord. But that's way back over here in your private prayer time with the Lord that you're t- having a conversation no, yeah, with yeah. him like that. But when you're in a in a crisis situation, life or death dynamic, you better have the word of God down deep on the no, inside absolutely. of you. And, and have a mindset like you're describing you had, Terry. Yeah, yeah. A mindset to declare absolutely. how the situation, you're the well, umpire. Jesus said, Jesus said, yeah, you're right, we're the umpire. Gloria Copeland said, Years and years ago, she said, the devil voted against you. God's voted for you. Yeah. Now it's one to one, so it's up to you to cast a deciding vote. Right. Whoever you agree with, it's yeah. going to be two to one against the other. If you agree Brother with Osteen. the devil or yeah. if you agree with God, then uh, that's who's going to win. But you know, it's, uh, it's Brother Osteen said what? He, Brother Osteen would always say the same thing. He would say, the, the devil's cast a vote against you. God's cast a vote for you. Now you cast your vote for God and win the election. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But you know... Uh, I remember early in our marriage, real early, I yeah. might have been on our honeymoon. Right. The ja- I mean, mine and Jackie's marriage. Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> all those years ago, you know, right. um, I guess 50 years ago this coming year. But anyway, yes. anyway, we went to the beach. Right. And, and, and at the beach, I picked up a bottle of suntan lotion. Mm. 
and uh, started to put some suntan lotion on. And for some silly reason, I had turned it around the back and read the directions. I don't know why. I'd never, ever read it before. I just knew you, you globbed it on, slapped it on, and slathered it around, and it right. helped you, you know. <laughs> but for some reason, I turned it around and looked at the back of it at the directions. And the directions said this. It said, apply 20 minutes before getting into the sun. Uh-huh. And as soon as I read that, the Spirit of the Lord said, that's exactly how my word is. He said, you need to apply my word before you get way, in trouble. Yeah, way back there. <laughs> yeah, if you want this suntan lotion to work, you do it before you get in the sun. That's you don't wait until you get in the sun. You don't no. wait until you're burning right. and then put it on. And that's and the Lord spoke to me there on the beach and said, that's the way my word is. He said, so many Christians wait till they get in a crisis wow. and they run to the word when you need to apply it beforehand. Right. And then you're ready to handle the situation. And that's a... That's what we've been saying in so many of the meetings we've been in is that you have to have faith is a learned behavior oh, yeah. and that you have to learn in prayer how to exercise authority over your own body, sure. over your own soul, sure. then over your own children, your own family, your own finances, your own health, so that when you get in those situations like you were in, right. that you are quick to command rather than try to go plead God to do something you know, that's for exactly you. Right. And you already have to know the will of God. You do. You, that's exactly That's not right. the time that's to another, decide. Yeah. I wonder if this is the will of God or not. No, you have to already <laughs> yeah, no, know no, that no, God's no. good. You already have yeah. to know that God God doesn't put tests and trials and sickness right. and disease and garbage right. and poverty and death on you. God doesn't do that. It doesn't come from him. It came from the devil. Right. So you've got to know all that up front so you're not arguing with yourself. Right, and wonderment. Yeah. Double-minded, like James chapter yeah. one says, you don't know if it's God a or the devil. Double-minded man's unstable, and a double yeah. all his ways. The Bible says, and that's how and most. It, and then of it says, and let not that man, man. what man, the double-minded man, the double let man. not that man think he's going to receive anything from God. That's In other words, don't let that man think his faith's going to work. It is not. Well, that's right, and that's how most religion is. I, I don't care if you're Baptist, Catholic, sure. Pentecostal. You're sure. still, if you don't know that the Word of God is God's will for your life, sure. then you are going to, if you've had religion teach you rather than learn truth, then the truth, capital T-R-U-T-H, then you're going to be... Jesus said, Father, thy word is truth. John 17, Thy 17, word is truth. That if you don't, if you're not, if your mind's not renewed to knowing that it is absolutely God's will for me not to die here <laughs> and, th and let this and let this hitchhiker kill me. It is not the will That's of God exactly right. for my baby to go through this kind of disease and have this. So I'm standing, exactly and you right. begin to make more declarative faith statements yes, yes. boldly. Yeah. And, and they than, come out of your spirit instead yes. of coming out of your head. Boy, that's the right point. That's a good point because that's exactly how it has to be. That faith is a progressive line upon line, uh, truth upon truth, that you learn the behavior of a faith man or woman. Uh, all through the New Testament, Paul is saying, put off the old man right, and right, put right, on the new man right. there in Ephesians yeah, and be, be constantly and be and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind with a fresh mental uh, behavior, thought process behavior, so that you think like God thinks, which is just what the Lord told you when you were, what, 16 years sure, old, sure. you know, was to think sure. like God, talk like God, act that's like a, God. That's exactly <laughs> right. And, and don't think like the world, you know, don't, think you know, like don't the be world. conformed to this world. Romans 12, yeah. don't be, <laughs> Romans 12 too, don't be conformed to this right. world. But be ye transformed. Right. Be ye transformed how? By the renewing, renewing of, your, of mind. your mind. You get your mind lined up with the Word of God. Right. And don't think like the world. Don't even think like the church or the no, Christians. Think that's like the God. Truth. Brother Osteen, I, I want to get back to this, what you said here. Brother Osteen would always tell us there at Lakewood that, you know, if, if he would make this constant statement that if God goes right and the church goes left, he said, then we're going with God. Right. 
Absolutely. always knew the world was left. Right. But he said, even if the church, he would say, if God goes right and the church goes left, we're going with God. Right. So religion cannot be the teacher of a faith man or woman. Oh, no, absolutely They can not. never learn it that way. They have to learn it, which is like thankful. I'm so thankful to men like Brother Hagen and Brother oh, Copeland amen. that taught us that God's will is his word. His word is his will. Absolutely. And that we didn't have, it, it wasn't some little pink cloud we floated in and out That's of, right. never knowing if we were in it or out of it. And if was it God trying to help us teach? us or was it the devil trying to kill us and we were double-minded and we didn't know how to pray specifically right and in, we didn't know how to pray the faith. word we didn't know how to pray the word we, pr- we prayed the problem most christians right. pray the problem right pray their feelings right but god wants us to pray the word god doesn't listen to anything else the no, word right. the word is what creates faith that's right the word is what gets his attention the name of jesus gets his attention um, you, you know, I've always said, ever since I was a teenager, I've said, uh, God said what he meant and meant what he said, and he's <laughs> right. big enough to back it up. Thank God. And, Thank I, and God. That's, that's really that's just so the bottom good. line. Say that again. That's so, I love <laughs> that. God said what he meant, he meant, meant what he, he said, said, and he's big, big enough, enough to back it up. Oh, that's I mean, so he's good. God. Y'all why ought to write why, that down, why, put it on your dresser, put it over your light switches. God said what he meant, meant what he said, and he's big enough to back it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. What a grand statement that is to encourage the heart of faith that'll step out and believe the words that he's on these pages. You're not going to learn it overnight, but you can progressively, day by day, step by step, line line upon line, line, faith to faith, glory to glory, begin to learn how to think And you may have to start building all that just like they did in the Old Testament with a shovel in one hand and a sword in the other. (laughs) That's exactly right. I mean, if the enemy's coming in after you and you're building the wall, but he's coming after you and trying to knock it down, then you may have to have a sword in one hand while you've got your shovel and you know your trowel in the other. Well, and, it's, and you know, I don't know if I wish my life on anybody else on anything and how we started this, because, you know, it was kind of, sometimes it was hit and miss, and, and it, you win some, you won some, and you lost sure. some, you know. Sure. But you and Jackie heading out to, to uh, Mexico with no support whatsoever. Yeah. And you had a small two-year-old little boy, yeah. and you went to the to a foreign country to live among foreign people. Right. To in a primitive places. Primitive, <laughs> in primitive places, and to do the will of God and prove, like Hudson Taylor in the 1850s, that God was able to take care of you and meet your Absolutely. needs. And do that. And, and I, I saw Dean and I leave, you know, just the comforts of where we were at sure, Lakewood Church sure. and then go down to... Uh, an area in South Texas that was not welcoming to the Word of Faith, no, not and at start all. a brand new church that we knew nothing about. Nobody knew how to pastor a Word no, of Faith church. Of course, <laughs> nobody knew how to how to. We we were so young and naive that I just I thought people came to church because they loved Jesus and wanted to hear the Word of God, and that was a <laughs> shock to find out otherwise. But you know, all of the perils that come against the people of God, sure. all of the plans and plots and schemes of the enemy that he tries to do everything he could to stop the blessing of God upon the human race and upon certain geographical areas of the world sure. by sending people into those places is is really a learned step-by-step hand um, hand where you've got your hand in the hand of God and you don't let go. No, that's exactly And the way right. you hold on to God is in prayer uh-huh. and in the Word of God. Absolutely. Because we don't have a king that's set up on earth that we can go to a temple and worship or something like that. It is strictly by the heart per person. And when we take that and begin to learn it, I mean, it is an act of faith. We, no, we it's, believe it's a in, heart thing and it's a faith yeah, thing. It's, we serve an unseen God. <laughs> we we believe in promises that are simply written on a book that we have to believe yeah. that what's on those pages. And then we have to go and obey what we see here in our spirit 
and nobody else may agree with that or even or even encourage us to do sure. it. You know, T.L. Osborne, my dear friend, told me so many years ago, he said, you know, he said, uh, we don't have a God like uh, these other religions That's do. right. We do not. He, he said, we don't, we don't take a little gold tray <laughs> and put a silver apple on it or a right. silver tray and put a gold apple on right. it and then go present it to God. And then he take it. He said, with us, it's faith. It's those that, that, that believe that he is, mm. yeah. <laughs> that, that his word is true. Right. But, you know, he was so used to, as I am, going to all these exactly. countries with false gods. I mean, I, we go, you know, I, I go places where they've got the idols and the gods, and there's all kind of candles lit to them. There's all right. kind of food laying there. There's all kind of flowers laying there. All They bring all this food for these for these demon gods, for these idols, for these right. statues. And, uh, and and so to them, that's how they get appeasement. They've, they've brought flowers to their God. They've brought an apple right. to their God. They've brought food to their God. And he said, you know, that's an easy way to do. But he said, with us, it's a heart thing and a faith thing. We don't we don't take a silver tray and put a golden apple and hold it right. up to God and make him happy. We, right. we may make him happy by doing his word right. and by believing that he is and that he's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him, right. that he is who he said he is. And he said what he meant, meant what he said is big enough to back it up. Well, and, and the, the uniqueness of Christianity is that we can exercise an act of faith in any geographical location. Absolutely. We don't have to go to any one place no. or be in any one building. It can be in in anywhere, a 24-hour yeah. life. No, our God's omnipresent. We don't have yeah. to go down to the what temple and go find thing. the statue and, and put the apple there. We can we can serve him up praises in all day long, anytime, anywhere, and yeah, he's, he's right there. Community. Well, he lives in us. See, no other yeah. religion in the world claims what Christians no. claim. We say our God lives, <laughs> lives in us. In we us. say the unlimited God of the universe lives on the inside of me. When I walk, he walks. When I talk, he talks. When I put hands on the sick, his right. hands inside of my hand. Right. And, uh, and 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 that he lives in us. No, no Buddhist would claim that. No Hindu no. would claim that. It'd be that. blasphemous no. oh, their absolutely. 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 to say things like that. Absolutely. No, no would say that but Christians can boldly declare <laughs> that not only does my God live in me but I can come boldly before yeah. his throne of grace anytime I want to well that's why the devil hates the gospel message because it empowers every single human being to sure be does. to put on a persona of God-like personality oh, absolutely. and that just terrifies hell that we would all have that same message and same power and same authority to function in those areas. Well, our time's just about gone for today and Terry and I, I have... I know you should have heard the things I wanted to say. <laughs> Thank God we're going to live forever. I guess so. You know, we'll have to save yeah, it for next week. We'll have to save it for next week, but we've got to tell you about some amazing new things that are, that are going to happen. First of all, uh, today... We are launching on um, the podcast and on the website uh, an opportunity uh, that folks have asked us for. We haven't even we haven't even thought of this ourselves. Other people have come to us and said, "Please do this and give us an opportunity." Uh, we missed the party. We didn't know how to do this, and and uh, we weren't sure who if we could tell our friends and partner uh, our friends to partner with you or to uh, give into your ministry. But uh, they have been talking to us about. Uh, giving 50, each person giving $50 to celebrate with Terry for his 50 years in the ministry. And it's just amazing. Isn't, that, isn't that sweet? It's just really been Someone sweet. Someone in Canada handed me a $50 bill yes. this weekend. We were there and had such great meetings in Canada this week. We did. My goodness, Pastor Renee. Walter and Karen Ends. We were with Walter and Karen. Those and, are some and, hungry and people. Her Heritage of Faith uh, Church there in Winkler, Manitoba, Canada. 
And I'll tell you what, we, we did Saturday night, we did Sunday morning, we did Sunday night, and it, it was almost like Bible school. It or, really or, was. Or, or better. <laughs> I was just, I told Terry, I said, I just wanted to slap him. It was so good. It was just like, my gosh, this was truth, absolute truth. No, but it was just so anointed. And the they have a great worship team. They have, a, a, the music was wonderful. And then to hear Terry get up and just give the absolute truths of faith and living by the word of God that was just astounding to me. You know, a lot of pastors would probably like to have that series and we don't even have it yet. They, they recorded it and we have, we just got back last night, yesterday and, uh, don't have our, excuse me, Monday. What day is this? Today's Wednesday. (laughs) We got back home Monday and we're leaving today. So we had two nights in our own bed. So we haven't even got the, the, the tapes or the recording from it yet, but I really ministered and it was just the Holy Ghost. I didn't intend to minister that. I, I intended, I had something totally, something else totally to minister. And, and every time I stood up, uh, Saturday night, I surprised myself. When, and then Sunday morning, I thought, well, I won't do that again. I just went right into the same thing. Sunday night, I said, well, I'm not going to do that again. I need to go this direction. I went right in and finished it up with three services. It was and Basically, it was on the local church yes. and how for the people of God to yes. rally around their pastor, right. how to be a, a present a, a united front, right. how to grab the pastor's coattail and say, Pastor, you pastor this thing and I'm going to back you, right. and how to make that church a success by partnering with right. their pastor, partnering right. with their local church. Right. So I really presented a message on, I have a message anyway, on right. uh, that I've written articles about over the years and published articles about called The Importance and Impact of Part partnership but this weekend we really I the Holy Ghost really majored on how the church people are the partners of the church and how the church right. people run the wolves off and how the church people uh, stay do right the with their pastor the ministry, yeah. and do the work and you know, a lot of you pastors would probably do you well uh, once that. we get that to get it from us because it would it would help you and help your church people of course some pastors are embarrassed to preach those kind of messages themselves because it sounds self-serving but but uh, you can get them those tapes from or CDs from us and I'll tell them or I can come to your church and tell them but uh, it was it was it was a good word well it was it's like the God's plan you know he's always so ahead of everything else in the world and God's plan in in devising the local church has been Uh, he's the originator of of the grassroots movement. God's concept of a local church is to install and then completely provide for the needs of the local church on a level that meets the needs of everybody around the world. No, the local church is a genius idea. I even idea. talked about goats and yes, wolves. And wolves. Told, I told the pastor up there, goats aren't so bad. Don't run the goats out of the church. <laughs> that the, that they're, they're beneficial. Yeah, but you don't want wolves in the church. You want to you yeah. get rid of the wolves. You, want, you don't have any place or any time for a wolf whatsoever. But you want to feed those sheep, and you even want to feed the goats. And now I'm not talking about the goats that Jesus was talking about in Matthew 25 when he said right. when the end comes, he's going to separate the goats and the sheep, sheep. and the goats are going to hell. We're not talking right. about those goats. No. We're talking about a real flock of goats that Proverbs talks about uh, over in the in the Old Testament. Anyway, I but in you were talking about uh, <laughs> I, the, the 50 for 50, and, and I was just going to say somebody there in, in Canada handed me uh, $50. A $50 bill and said, I want to get in. I want to give you $50 for 50 years. And so many people have said that to me. They've really wanted to do and, that. And, They've been and really excited. Deal. And so many of them do it to me personally, not even to the ministry. And, and, and we certainly don't make a requirement one way or the other, but, uh, but I've had so many people write me and call me and, and text me and ask me, would you do something so we can get involved and, and do a, do a $50, $50 for 50 years. Right. You know? and, of course, I'd rather do fifty thousand dollars for fifty years, but uh, no, seriously. Well, we've, yeah, we've got so, some big meetings coming up that so, I can help with. But it's just been so touching to my heart right. that people 
have done that and want to do that. So you were talking about that. Well, I was just saying that's that's a, a doable thing for lots of folks. And since it's been something that, that friends and partners and uh, local church folks have asked us, say, come up and said, well, here's $50 for 50 years. Have you been asking other people to do that? And and so we're, do, we're doing that and giving you an opportunity. And you can do that through the website and uh, terrymiseministries.org or just simply go to terrymise.com. We are so excited to partner with anybody that has, makes an investment in that, and that'll be going up on the website today. And so we're excited about you being able to do that and partner with us because we're sure praying for you every single day. And then um, we have a new thing coming up. We want to let you know we, we've had to delay it a little bit just simply because of having to get the shipping right and get everything put together. But we've got a marvelous crate. It looks like um, a crate that would come from all over the world. It's got those um, passport like, stamps like on it. Like from World War II. Yeah, like from World War II. 40s and 50s Yeah, like you'd like a plane would have a parachute and drop it down onto, you know, the, the, yeah, the to, country. To the troops overseas. Yeah, to the troops know, to overseas. The mission fields. And it would ha- or the mission field, and it would have all of their food and rations or equipment down in those crates, and then it has stamps all over it from different parts of the world, like passport stamps sure. would give you. And so it's very attractive, and we call it a resource crate. And it's about to come out here in another week, and we've got some fabulous new mugs that we're doing. And this is um, an actual wooden crate. Yes, it's an actual wooden crate. This is so cool. And and inside the crate, we can fill it with whatever resources Terry Mize Ministries has, plus the Terry's 50-year uh, anniversary commemorative edition of More Than Conquerors is coming out. And so we've got um, a brand new book that we're going to share with you on that. And then we've got... I guess the, those are autographed. I guess I'm signing them, right? Yes, you're autographing <laughs> them and signing them. And then the same thing is going on. They've done a rewrite of my book on high-class Christianity. And we can even uh, do gender-specific, <laughs> which is not popular with the world, but we God still likes it. We can do baskets of... Um, our mugs will say, she is more than a conqueror, or he is more than a conqueror, and we can put... If you know who you are. If you know who and you are. And I think are. Christians do. And then we've got more than conqueror mugs that are just beautiful and black and white, and we've got pink ones for uh, ladies that say, she is more than a conqueror, and we've got black ones that say, he is more than a conqueror, and we're we're going to just be able to help you out with your Christmas shopping and help you make some selections that you're, that would be a real blessing to people in your life, your family, your church, even your pastors. And then it has a, a um, what is that, a flash drive mm-hmm. that has 15 of Terry's messages on it right. that can go in it. I think there's 17, but we don't want to say that till we make sure, because <laughs> so we'll just say 15. We'll say 15. And then we've got Jackie's book that we can do a whole crate with for some a young mother or someone believing God that talks about supernatural childbirth. Imagine giving her book to some young wife that's believing yes. God to have babies, have hadn't babies. been able to have babies, and, and you give it to her for Christmas, and God gives her a baby. What a what a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous! <laughs> you know, not many preachers have both of his wives' books on the on the book table, or no, are right. in the product table. Um, but Jackie wrote a marvelous, wonderful book. Oh, it's spectacular! On supernatural childbirth, and then of course your great book on high class Christianity. So, and, yeah. and it's my understanding they can actually pick and choose what they want in the crate. That's exactly I don't know right. a lot about it, but I've heard right. I've heard that. Well, and and people are putting this together for us, and we're believing God that this is going to be a great, as it says, resource 
opportunity for you to have all of these messages, all of our books, and then put them together as a gift uh, for someone that needs not only the information, but then as a nice gift that you won't, uh, you'll, you'll be happy to give and share and be proud to give the Word of God in such a lovely little presentation there. So anyway, you know, you, you know when my, my old book, More Than Conquerors, my first book came out <coughs> back in 1978, uh, uh, my dear friends, Oral and Evelyn Roberts called me and they said, Terry, this is our favorite book. And Oral said, Evelyn is giving your book to our friends and, and relatives as a Christmas present. And, uh, I thought at the time I thought, well, some grandkids are going to be disappointed. You know, if they're getting, a, <laughs> getting a book from grandma and grandpa, but, uh, but I, I just I just thought it was so funny that here here we're still talking about giving more than conquerors as a Christmas present, and that book's <laughs> how many years old now? Forty two years old, and yet Oral and Evelyn were giving it as a Christmas present and saying it was their favorite book when it first came out. Wow! And of course, John Osteen wrote the forward for, wrote a back backliner for it, and Kenneth Copeland wrote the forward for it, and right. Pat Boone wrote stuff about it. Oral Roberts did, you know, all all the major ministries offered it at one time or another, but. Here we are doing a special 50th year. Well, I said, how old is it? It's 50 years. We're doing a, we're doing a 50 year <laughs> That's right. uh, commemoration. Uh, uh, actually, the book will be 40 years old. The ministry is 50 years old. The right. book will be 40 years, 40 old. years old. And uh, so, doing a special presentation here right. at this time to, to mark our 50th year. Well, and we're just believing God that everything that's in there is going to change the life, the course, the destiny, and the soul atmosphere of somebody reading that to change their atmosphere of their whole being, spirit, soul, and body, to live a life of faith and see the supernatural power yeah. of God. And that also includes CDs, too. We're talking about books. Yes. But, I mean, I think they, they can pick and choose. They can, they can choose put CDs, CDs in there yeah, and books in there anything. and, of course, the coffee mugs and... Yeah, and uh, just the whole the whole deal. So anyway, we're excited, you know. And so if if the, if you can't do anything else, just rejoice with us and pray for us. Amen. <laughs> and we're so grateful to have this time with you. And we're honored that you turned us on and listened to us. And we're off today, um, and we're going to be flying out and um, headed over to the island of Kona, where Terry's going to be preaching for some wonderful folks over there, Marsha and Roy Gomes and partners, and uh, do two services Kona, over there. Kona Faith. Is it Kona Faith Fellowship, I believe yes, it is? Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, that'll be on Sunday morning, Sunday night. Yeah. This coming Sunday morning, Sunday night. We're just going to spend a few days and then there. straight back from there, we're headed to Montreal, Canada for a right. four-day meeting. Pastor there wanted five days, and we just couldn't do it. So we're doing Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then on Wednesday. Sunday, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. and you skipped over Mike Webb. Oh, I did. I, I did. We, we, I, yeah, I know we buzzed back in from Hawaii for the following Sunday. This Sunday we're in Kona. Next Sunday we're in uh, uh, Foothill, California, yeah, Orange County there. there for our dear friends, Mike and Beth wonderful, Webb. We'll minister wonderful, wonderful ministers Sunday, and pastors. And then straight to Montreal, Canada. And that's going to be exciting because right you're Right after doing Montreal, like, then we're yeah. in Ohio for a great missions conference with Ken Harbaum and Angel. And, it's going to uh, be great. Then we're going to be with uh, in Virginia with Kevin and Melinda Gartsky, dear, dear right. friends and partners of many, right. many years. Then we're going to go to Brother Copeland's meeting. We, he always has over Veterans Day in Washington, D.C. It's the, it's the D.C. Victory Campaign. And uh, then as soon as we get through with that, it's off to Malta. Yes. And we're spending uh, most of the month of, uh, half of the month of uh, November. We'll miss Thanksgiving and uh, some of December. And so we're going to be ministering to pastors from, hopefully pastors will come in there. We're believing they, they always have. Uh, from Africa, different nations in Africa, and mm -hmm. from Europe, because Malta just sits out in the middle of the Mediterranean, and so they can come eat both north and south. And oh, so, you know, then, then it'll be the end of the year. By the time we get back, it'll be 
uh, December. M- Mimi and Papa are going to have to get busy and buy some Christmas <laughs> presents when we get back. That's right. Well, y'all, we're so honored to be there with you. God bless you for listening today and sharing uh, the information with other folks. We just give you permission. Just jump out there and give it to somebody else and tell them about the podcast. And we will see you next week right back here at this same time god blessings on everything that you're doing for the kingdom of god thank you for being partners and loving us and uh, staying with us all these years we're excited because we're not stopping we're carrying the gospel to the world shining the light where the light's dim and naming the name of jesus where it has not been named that's right to god we are more More than than conquerors conquerors. see you next week (laughs) bye-bye You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.